Welcome back to another episode of Sips with the Tips, a podcast about savouring the sip, whether that's coffee, cocktails, whiskey, wine or whatever. My name's Nikki. I'm Daniel. And we are the Tips. Welcome along. A bit of a milestone episode today. Episode 10 of Sips with the Tips, if you can believe that. Woohoo! Yeah, I mean, it should have taken us 10 weeks to get here. Instead, it's taken how long? Far too long. About eight months, but <laughs> we won't talk about that. We'll move swiftly onwards. Um, I will just uh, caveat this episode by saying um, that if there is any rustiness in this episode, if we start slurring over words or or can't find the right... Uh, or awkward pauses. <laughs> yeah, can't find the right vocabulary or anything, there is a reason for that. It's an early episode, and the reason is... Uh, because today's episode is all about coffee, so we haven't had one yet. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So the title, I'm going to address that up front, uh, the elephant in the room. I'll be honest. It's a little bit of clickbait. It's a lie. Yeah, it is a lie. I love a flat white. You <laughs> love a, a flat white? It's a straight up lie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we both love flat whites. However, what we're saying with the flat white is boring is that there does seem to be uh, a bit of a trend these days on on sort of social media, your TikTokers, your in- Instagrammers and stuff. They're just not, they're not showing you how to make the flat white anymore, right? Because there's, there's bloody million and one videos out there in the world of how to make a good flat white or any of these other standard types of coffee. So in the search for um, likes and, and views, I guess, uh, the, the coffee TikTokers and Instagrammers of the world, they're moving towards the more exotic coffee recipes that are tucked out there in the, in the corners of these coffee shops. We've seen a few of them recently, haven't we? Yeah, and I think they're looking at stuff that's maybe more aesthetically pleasing as well because yeah. it looks better to film and there's a shock value. But like that one that started during um, lockdown, the Dal... Del, I never remember, Dalgona? Dalgona. Del, was that what it was called? I think it was, The yeah. frothy one. We never tried that. I kind of wish I did. I can't even remember how it was. It was it was foamed up with like sugar and did you... I don't know if you put it over the top of the milk, but I just remember it was very satisfying to watch. I enjoyed it. No, I think you foamed milk with ground coffee and sugar or something. Oh, maybe it was that, Yeah, and actually. you topped coffee with more... Because it, it was actually quite basic th- like the ingredients of it, wasn't yeah. it? It wasn't very complicated. It doesn't really matter. Anyway. It, it didn't look that good. People didn't say it was great, but it looked very pretty in an Instagram reel or I've seen on people TikTok. doing it with matcha now. Matcha. And it looks quite good. It is quite good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so in the kind of quest for likes and things, people have gotten a bit more exotic. Maybe it started with that one. Maybe it was happening before that. That's the first one I can remember really hitting the big time. I don't know, though. As soon as like social media took off, Everybody had a frappuccino. That is true. Like Starbucks have always loved a bit of a more elaborate concoction for their coffees. If we're talking like OG Instagram days, like 2012 or whatever. Like when you could take a picture and you didn't care and it was horrible and you over filtered it and you just put put it up there being like coffee today, (laughs) love my life. I I don't know, like hashtag coffee. And you got one like and you were like, I'm incredible. Remember when Instagram, Content creation at its peak. Remember when they had those frames that everyone used? Like different frames you could put on your photos? Oh my gosh, yeah. I love yeah. the one that made it look like an old-fashioned camera. <laughs> yeah. That Bring was my favourite. That's what I reckon. <laughs> so in the vein of um, kind of weird coffees from around the world, today we will be trying one of these that we come across. It's... I'll be honest, it's not really that weird. It's not like an unusual ingredient that we're putting in our coffee. It's just Yeah, one we've that, been well nice to ourselves with this one. <laughs> yeah, it's one that neither of us have tried before, and it looked pretty appealing. So today we are going to be trying a... Cafe Bonbon. Which is a coffee sweetened with condensed milk. 
And then that's going to lead us into today's topic. Which pretty much is just strange coffees from around the world. We've got a list of them. Uh, we've scoured the internet, found a few weird ones so you don't have to. We're going to talk through them, give our thoughts. Got some other features as well, of course, the booze and brews news. Yep, a big win for a Kiwi Gin, a new product helping to bring the revival of the highball, as well as getting more adventurous with your wine choice could actually boost your health. Then we'll move on to the social sip, and on the spirit of weird coffee, we have your opinions on some unusual coffee additions. We asked these on our Instagram story a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, um, just giving you different ingredients and saying, do you think this would be a good addition or not? We will share your thoughts. But right now, I'm going to go get the kettle boiled, going to get the condensed milk out of the pantry, hopefully there's some in there, um, and then get to making this cafe bonbon. Back in a minute. Okay, we are back for the Sunday sip. I'm in a little bit of a rush. We've just been doing a quick behind the scenes video, putting together this Cafe Bonbon. It's freshly brewed in front of me. I want to get to drinking it while it's good and fresh, get it at its peak flavour intensity. Uh, But quickly before we do that, I don't know, do we talk Cafe Bonbon first or do we try it first? I think we try it first and then give context. So... First things first, beautiful drink, giving us some incredible layers. We'll talk about that in a moment. They do say it is customary to give it a stir, because otherwise you're just going to Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Got a spoon. Get that in there. It looks Con- weird at the minute. Condensed milk doesn't really... Um, stir well. Nah. Oh, Daniel, I well. thought I was going to be into this, but see if there's chunks. Well, there shouldn't be. No, but you know what I mean? If there's like a, a blob. Oh, look, it's looking good now. Would you like a first sip? Okay, yeah. Go ahead. It smells like a dessert. Mm, it should taste like one too. <laughs> that is not for me. I thought it's, I was going to be into it, but I am not into that. It's good that we've started filming these because um, your face said more <laughs> than your vocabulary That's just then. Gross. Okay, let me let me have a wee hone of this. Oh shit! Wow. I, I also thought I was going to really like that. That is. Um, much more intense than I thought it was going to be. Is that and that was like the recommended amount of condensed milk. One to one. It's meant to be one to one. It was actually slightly under, so there was less condensed milk than there was meant to be. That's quite full on. For context as well, like I don't normally in life have a sweet tooth, mm. but since I've been pregnant, have like a huge sweet tooth. So I thought this was going to be like right up my street. For that's my entire life, I've had a huge sweet tooth. I love sweet stuff, but even that's a bit like ugh. We used to go as kids, get a teaspoon, just have a teaspoon of condensed milk. Love that stuff. But that is quite, quite full on. Maybe if that was poured over like some sort of bitter, dark chocolate ice cream or something. It does feel like it needs something else. Maybe we've got the wrong coffee. Maybe we need a coffee with a bit more acidity or something to cut through the sweetness. I know. I don't like it. I'm not caffeinated, so I'm going to keep drinking it. But uh, wouldn't, um, I don't know, would you recommend this one? Maybe over ice. Would it be better? Mm, Potentially. Oh my god, that's full on. <laughs> I really thought I was going to love that. I thought I was going to be well into it. I thought it was going to be like my new, my new drink. Sheesh. Uh, so the Cafe Bonbon, just a quick bit of background on this one, because we're going to chat through some different coffees today, their origins and what they're made of and things like that. So the Cafe Bonbon made popular in Valencia. Valencia? Valencia is one of those ones. You, people will know where you mean, don't okay. worry. Spain. Uh, spread gradually across the rest of the country. Gorgeous is, spot, by the way, Valencia. I believe it. Uh, there is also a version in Malaysia. Um, I might butcher the pronunciation of this, but they call it something not dissimilar to Kopi Susu Panas. Or in Thailand, they have one called Cafe Ron. Uh, both very similar to what we've got here with the Bonbon. Um, their versions typically use ground coffee in a one-to-one ratio. Whereas this is espresso, so a bit okay. more intense. 
Espresso, condensed milk, one-to-one ratio, serve it in a glass. The reason is you add the condensed milk in and then you get those nice layers. And we did, in fairness, it looked like an incredible drink. If you got served up that in a cafe, you'd be like, oh, wow, fantastic. I'm going to take a photo, I'm going to brag about this, and then probably be really disappointed with my life choices after you try it. Mm. Um, I did see one recipe on Instagram Reels a couple of days ago where they topped it with a little bit of steamed milk. So it added like a third layer. It was kind of a fourth layer because you had the condensed milk, the coffee, a little bit of crema, and then the steamed milk on top. And it did look like quite an incredible wee layered drink. Like coffee in a milk sandwich. Kind of, yeah. And I mean, presentation's like what, a quarter of the battle. So, you know. If you're serving it in bad. a glass, it's everything. Yeah. So presentation on this one, really happy with it. We don't need to say too much more about it. If you want to see the video, we'll get that up on our um, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube channels at some stage. The aroma, it smelled sweet, didn't it? Tasted sickly sweet. If you've got a super duper sweet tooth and you're really craving something intense, yeah, I'd recommend this one. But um, if you want something a bit more mellow, maybe just have a bloody, I don't know, ice cream or something. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't. Yeah. I'm really disappointed, actually. I thought I was going to love it. So um, you've started doing interesting um, rating scales on your uh, on your drinks. You, you're now using an emoji-based scale, same as me. Mine's a bit more um, bit more Structured. tame. <laughs> yeah, well, basically, I just rate my drinks from like a sad face through to a drooling face. Um, but you've started, you've got the, the whole gamut of emoji out there to choose from. What, what emoji would you assign to this guy? Oh, that's a good question. Um... I kind of feel like it made me feel like the crab, but not in a good way. Oh, oh, that's not at all what I was expecting you to say. I thought you were going to say like the treacle pudding or something. No. The crab. It just made me feel like I sucked my face in the way like if you were snapped by a crab on the toe or something. That was just where my gut went. And that's what my rating is all about. Just whatever it makes you feel. Sure. There's no right or wrong answer to it, is there? Okay, it's an art. All right. We're going to move <laughs> swiftly along. We're going to go into our main topic, which is going to kind of follow on from the Cafe Bonbon. We've got a bunch of different weird coffee variations out there. We're going to chat through them. I think you've got about four. I've got about three or four myself as well. We'll give the recipe, give it a little bit of background if we have it, and just give our thoughts on these um, unusual coffees that are taking the world by storm. What do you got first? So first up, I have the Mazagran. Sorry if I've butchered that pronunciation. <laughs> that, that might be a bit of a running theme yeah. of today's episode, disclaimer. Um, and this is a European coffee drink made with lemon and sugar. It's sometimes called the original iced coffee. Mm. Mazagran is an espresso-based drink served cold. It originally comes from Algeria. Ooh, Interesting. Not what I expected. Apparently, it's now much more popular in Portugal, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, Makes sense. Climate, tourism. Mm, it's essentially coffee lemonade mm. with bold flavor of espresso cut with citrus acidity. They say the lemon juice was originally added to improve the flavor of low-end coffee beans. Right. I can understand that. Yeah. You got crappy coffee beans. Sometimes come out a bit dull, add a bit of sharpness to it. I feel like I might actually vibe with that. Yeah. It screams hot day, right? When you said Portugal, I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking about just wearing some tiny little shorts, relaxing on a sun lounger, drinking a bloody mazagram with a wee umbrella in it. Have you got the recipe for us? Yeah, yeah. So you pour ice into a tall glass mm-hmm. and then you pull a shot of espresso or a strong brew cup of coffee. You add sweetener. And then add the espresso to the glass after the sweetener. Mm-hmm. And then you squeeze in fresh lemon juice and garnish with a slice of lemon. Yeah, that one doesn't actually sound that bad. It's quite warm in this room right now. I feel like I probably would have preferred that over the bonbon. I think just to clean my palate as well yeah. after that condensed milk. Maybe that actually it. sounds dreamy. Yeah, mistakes were made today, but uh, maybe we'll save that one for another time. Moving on, the next one I've got isn't actually weird at all, but the name made me laugh. It's called a wiener melange. <laughs> wiener. <laughs> <laughs> melange. Wiener melange. 
not actually a weird coffee at all. This is a Viennese coffee. It's um, essentially just a cafe latte. Reading about this one, most people compare it to a cappuccino. It's actually closer to a latte. Uh, the reason I've picked this one out is A, because the name's funny, and B, just to give a shout out to Viennese coffee culture, um, when I was looking up like weird coffee recipes on the mm. internet, I don't know how many you come across, but I come across heaps of Vienna-based ones or ones that originated from Vienna. Um, they've got some terrific drinks. In fact, an article, if you'd like to see some more of them, was on uh, viennaverstelstand.com. Have I got that right? Uh, they've got 13 types of coffee found in Vienna's coffee houses. I'm not going to go through all 13, but here's a couple of my favorites. Uh, the Biedermeier. I don't know if I got that right. Betamite comes with a dollop of cream and a shot of apricot liqueur, which sounds divine. Reason being, my favorite coffee note is apricot. You often get it on like a really good Ethiopian coffee. Um, Trying to think what's the region. Uh, Oh, Urgachefe, right? often get like a really nice apricot kind of flavor, especially in my experience when it's brewed cold. So that really appeals to me, that one there. The other one is the Cafe Maria Theresia, which is a double espresso, bit of warm milk, orange liqueur, whipped cream on top, bloody Terry's chocolate orange, isn't it? Mm, Sounds yeah, pretty good. I just remembered, I've actually had a Viennese coffee before. When I was in Vienna, was I went- Was it a Cafe Vienna? It was- Because that's quite common. Just what they called like their like house Viennese coffee. Oh, right. I went to like one of those- the, one of the main ones, I wanted to say it was called like Cafe Strudel or something like mm. that. They had really good cakes and really the whole coffee shop house experience as mm. well in Vienna is just gorgeous. It seems that way. Some of the recipes they had it's were so grand incredible. as well. Yeah. But then the new wave coffee shops were really, really cool as well. There was another one called a uh, Mozart that, that was just a coffee and then it come with, I think, either side or it was in it maybe of uh, cherry brandy. And apparently it's what Mozart used to drink. He yeah. knew. He knew. He knew. He knew. Right, moving along. What do we got? Uh, next up, I've got a couple of boozy coffees. All right, and following the theme. Love that. Again, I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation of all but the Irish. So to start with, we obviously have the Irish coffee. Mm. And here's a kind of standard recipe from Bush Mills for what this would be. It's one part Irish whiskey, half part sugar syrup, and four parts Sumatran coffee topped up with whipped cream. We tried this recipe a couple of weeks ago. Um, not with Sumatran coffee. Um, ours was, actually, I don't even know where it was from, but uh, bloody good. Really nice. And we used Demerara sugar syrup. That oh, was yeah. yum. A really thick, rich Demerara syrup that was icing on top. Well, the syrup was yum. I obviously syrup didn't get to experience inside. the coffee, but I smelt it heavily. It was good. <laughs> the next one is a spa. Spanish one. It is called the Carajillo um, and it's combining coffee with brandy or rum and its origin dates to the Spanish occupation of Cuba and the troops combined coffee with rum to give them courage. Coraje in in Spanish um, means courage. So, oh, that's really sad. kind of expanded that. I can't decide whether that makes me happy or sad. I think that makes me sad that they needed the courage. Anyway. I'm sure that was a common thing, like during the war and stuff. You well, know, Dutch they had, courage like, as well, isn't that yeah. when you just have a have a wee drink? To yeah, their crappy instant coffee, they'd stick anything they had into it. Petrol, if they I needed can, to. I'm too hormonal to think about that. <laughs> Um, the next one is Cafe Coretto, and it is an Italian beverage that consists of a shot of espresso with a shot of liqueur, usually grappa, and sometimes Sambuca or brandy. Oh, no ta. No thanks. No. I mean, the grappa and brandy, fine. Sambuca, less, less into that. Well, that no, aniseed kind even, of flavour like, to your coffee. Gross. No. no, not for me. Um, ooh, Cafe Cask and Karsk? Uh, no idea if I've said that right. <laughs> Apologies. Sweden and Norway have... Cafe Cask and Karsk. Probably going to butcher this, but Karsk, 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 Karsk. <laughs> um, lots of Ks. Um, 
generally implies that the liquor in the coffee is moonshine. Oh, so coffee and moonshine. Wow, I can't even imagine how that would taste. Earmark that for if we ever do a, um, a Sunday sip on the road in the deep south of America. We'll make that one happen. It sounds like a dirty pint. It does kind of sound that way. Like no tar. don't know how I feel about that, but hey, each to their own. If it warms them up on those cold, bloody True. winter nights, whatever gets them going. Right, moving along. I have an Indonesian drink now. This is going to be a bit of a theme for the next couple. Um, Indonesia, they seem to be all about their interesting coffee um, recipes. This one here is called the Kopi Jahe, which is uh, literally translates to mean ginger coffee and is just quite simply ginger-flavoured black coffee. Yum. Like, it's as simple as can be. You just get coffee, fresh ginger, sugar, whack it in a saucepan with some water, bring it to a boil, reduce heat, cook, stir until the sugar is dissolved, and I found a few recipes that sort of spice it up, give it a bit of a twist. They've thrown in things like lemongrass, cardamom, cinnamon, just make it nice and spicy. Um... Don't know how I feel about I that one. I think I'd like that. It I really pop- like ginger. I would imagine if you've got like a cold or a flu, right, and you have no energy, you want a bit of a pick-me-up, but you also want to just like blow your senses out of your head, you know, like mm, with a heap no, of spice and think, ginger. Oh, yum. Like, yeah, I think I'd quite like to try that. Sounds, I really like ginger. It does sound very warming. I can't think about it now. We're still in summer, moving yeah, into autumn. Hot. But uh, yeah, mark that one for the winter time. Mm. Get a nice cold morning. Maybe a kopi jahe could be just what the doctor ordered. Next up, I have a mocha cola. Uh, <laughs> a mocha cola is a drink that combines coffee, cola, and chocolate milk. It's usually poured over ice and topped with whipped cream. I don't know how I feel about it. This one sounds, out of all of these drinks, that sounds heavily american yeah well it's one cup of double strength coffee Mm. a can of cola three cups of chocolate milk and whipped cream or vanilla ice cream do you have um like ice cream spiders a thing like globally or is that a thing that that? so you get like vanilla ice cream generally french vanilla yeah top french vanilla if you're in new zealand get a good scoop of that put it in like a um like a sunday glass you know the type and coke and coke you're describing a coke float Coke float. No, it's yep. called an ice cream spider. No, it's Coke float. No, it's a spider. Coke float. Go to Cush Coffee Shop near our, our local coffee shop. They've got it on their bloody menu. Spider. Spelt with a Y for some reason. I didn't know that. No, we, we have we have those, but they're Coke floats. Yeah, and I was never allowed one because it was far too much sugar for a child of my hyperactivity. To yeah, consume. that's fair. Um, probably why I've got a bunch of fillings and you don't. But um, <laughs> delicious drink. Maybe the mocha cola would be similar, but with coffee. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. Do- nah. Nah, it doesn't appeal to me. All right, lucky last, we've got another gem from Indonesia. This one here, um, save the best to last, I think, an avocado-based coffee shake slash smoothie kind of thing. I don't know quite how you'd describe this one here. It's called the Is Alpukat Kopi, I hope. <laughs> Something not dissimilar to that anyway. Uh, this one here, you scoop out the avocado flesh of a nice ripe avocado. That's half the battle. Got to get yourself a nice ripe one. Uh, pop that into a bowl or a glass or whatever. Not, not the vessel that you're drinking out of. Two tablespoons of our favourite liquid, condensed milk, um, or more if you've got a sweet tooth, and then smash that avocado up. Get it a nice, like, whipped consistency. Some people think it's better if you leave it slightly chunky. And I, I the reason I said that is because I wanted to see your face <laughs> as I was describing it. That is my worst nightmare. <laughs> oh, so, I could bulk just thinking about it. Uh, if you're making this one for the gram, obviously you have to get some chocolate syrup and get your serving glass. Get a nice, like, line of chocolate syrup around the glass because it's going to look real pretty. And then basically you get your smashed avocado mixture 
pour it in the glass, just whack it all in there, spread it around the side of whatever you got to do, whack a heap of crushed ice in there, and then top it with some chilled coffee. What's your thoughts on that? I actually feel sick. So it's basically an avocado coffee chunky milkshake. Oh, like <laughs> it's the chunks for me. Like, I mean, you could blitz it. Like there was one recipe said, chuck them all in a blender. Yeah. Blend it up. If you blitzed it up and made it like a shake, I could get on board because mm. like avocado and chocolate cake works really well. Yeah. But it's the idea that it might be chunky and you know the way avocado is quite like slimy. Mm. Oh. This is the thing though, right? Like gr- you see green in a coffee cup. Like it just, it doesn't look good. You know, like you, you, you see it and you're like, nah, I don't, I'm not about that. But actually, avocado, it's super creamy, right? And if you mix it with something sweet like condensed milk, get it blitzed up really well. Like avocado makes a terrific like dessert. If you yeah, mix it yeah. with like chocolate and sugar and whatever. Yeah, it makes like avocado brilliant... chocolate mousse. Exactly. So but maybe with coffee. Maybe I'm being a bit judgmental on this one here. Maybe it's... it would actually taste terrific. No, I can't get past the chunks. All right. I'm gonna earmark it one day when you're feeling a bit less um less pregnant. Susceptible to boking at the drop of a hat. Maybe we'll um take a take a wee revisit of the alpucat uh, copy. A chunk of avocado. Like the ice would melt and get all watery and then the chunk would sit in the water. Oh, This episode's going to be great listening for anyone that's um, having their cereal right now. Anyway, we asked for your thoughts across the week, what you thought of these different uh, ingredients put into these different coffee recipes. We're going to share those shortly with our social sip. Up next, though, we've got the booze and brews news. All right, Nikki, over to you. What is making headlines this episode? First up, uh, Marlborough Made Gin is named World's Best London Dry Gin at the 2023 World Gin Awards, which was hosted in London. Mm, fittingly. And that is Roots Marlborough Dry Gin, and it is produced by Elemental Distillers, mm. which I think are based in Blenheim. Yes. So a bit about the gin. The botanicals used to make it include wild foraged Kawa, kawa berries, mm-hmm. is that how you say that? That's the one. Uh, from Canterbury, gorse flowers from Marlborough, and fresh Gisborne grapefruit. So it's a real uh, tour de New Zealand there. Yeah, the only ingredient not sourced from New Zealand is actually the juniper, as it doesn't grow in the southern it hemisphere. It's not. Oh, no. I did not know that. Well, there we go. We education there. Uh, that's quite a good one, because Marlborough, obviously, it's, it's well known for its Sauvignon Blanc, and that's kind of what it's known the world over for. Mm. So to make some, uh, make some headway in something that's not, not even wine, that's pretty cool. Yeah, good for Marlboro. That. It's tasty. I've had it before. Oh, nice. Next up, RTD cocktail brand White Box Cocktails has unveiled its latest product, which is a canned whiskey highball. So it is using their own blended whiskey that they've developed, and it is combined with black tea, peach, and soda, which I think mm. sounds delicious. Yeah, doesn't it? Sits at 8%, and it is vegan and also gluten-free. Mm-hmm. So I've seen quite a lot of press about this. It looks... Uh, Delicious. Seems like the whiskey highball, I don't know what your perspective is, but it seems like it's kind of becoming quite trendy again. I just think people are looking at new ways to drink whiskey yeah. and not sort of being so conformist in that it's it's the drama and that's it. <laughs> it's like actually on a hot day, because this is obviously released, what, just pre-spring mm. in, in the UK, because mm. I think White Box are based in Edinburgh, actually. Mm-hmm. Like a hot summer's day, you don't really want a dram. Well, I mean, you don't get a great deal of them in Edinburgh, but uh, you know, yeah, you when do. the day does come when the day does come hey a highball hits hard indeed and finally some exciting news uh from some scientists (laughs) (laughs) it's always a good precursor (laughs) exciting news from scientists here we go strap in apparently drinking thousands of different wine grape varietals can boost your health experts have said music to my ears 
So this has come from, I'm probably going to butcher this word, epidemiologist. Yes. Is that a word? Yeah, it is. So him, (laughs) Professor Tim Spector, has suggested that trying as many different grape varieties as possible can boost your gut health and your mental well-being. So this is all to do with polyphenols, and they are a group of naturally occurring compounds found in plants, so the grapes, that have a number of health benefits thanks to their antioxidant and anti-inflammatory characteristics. Mm. So different grape varietals will contain different polyphenols or mm. different like balances of them that will impact your body in different ways. Hopefully we can just get the word out to a few like New Zealand-based A, supermarkets and B, wineries. Start using some weird wines, man. You don't need to just have them in Europe. Plant some here. See how they go. I I want to try something strange. So he did also caveat uh, this piece of wisdom with uh, the window for these benefits is generally one to two glasses of wine, as alcohol can have a toxic effect on the gut microbes if you overdo it, as we all know. And also consumed early in the evening so as not to disrupt sleep. He's very keen on his research that Mm. um, talks of how alcohol interrupts your sleep. So best to get experimental with your aperitif choice. Yeah, good. Positive piece of news there to end the booze and brews news on today. Thank you very much, Nikki. As mentioned earlier in the episode, uh, earlier this week or a couple of weeks ago, we were asking for your feedback on those strange coffee choices that made up today's Sunday sip and our main topic. Let's move on to those. Okay, on to the newest segment of Sips with the Tips, a segment that we broke out into its own section only uh, one episode ago called The Social Sip, which is where we bring questions that we've asked you on our social media channels and feedback the results. This week, or I think it was last week, we asked the questions all around strange ingredients in coffee and would you like to try it? So this was done on our Instagram story. We started off just with a wee story that said, would you try your coffee with dot 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 and then gave your list of ingredients that were all featured in today's episode the first one nikki do you want to chat us through that yeah that was lemon and sugar which was the mazagran uh, indeed yep the mazagran the results i think yeah pretty much what i would have thought 56 percent said sure would and 44 percent said doesn't sound good see that surprised me a little bit um i would have thought more people would be kind of keen on that i suppose on the face of it it doesn't sound very good but if we had a said lemon and sugar over ice on a hot day yeah probably would sell it a little bit better but if you're thinking espresso with like lemon juice and sugar sounds a bit ill and it makes me think of pancakes you know the way traditionally you would have lemon and sugar with your pancakes oh shit i could go pancakes uh i think we had pancakes this morning we did yeah bloody good too still in the mood for them uh anyway the next one that we had was uh, cola and chocolate. That's, of course, referring to the mocha cola that uh, Nikki ran us through. 41% said sounds lit. 59% said sounds shit. Oh, I was surprised. I thought more people would have not been keen on that. Like coffee, chocolate, and cola just doesn't... You know what? Coffee aside, even cola and chocolate doesn't sound that good to me. Like cola and vanilla, cola and chocolate, less so. I don't know, maybe in there. people are just a little bit experimental, yeah. you know? I get Well, I guess so, 41%. Give it a go. Quite keen to try that one. Next up, we had what we sampled. So that was the... Café Bonbon. Café Bonbon. So that was with condensed milk. <laughs> Pretty much the same as what we thought. 76% <laughs> said, bad it tastes neat. 
and 24% said would be too sweet. Full disclosure, we vote on these as well, and I believe I voted on that one, uh, Bet It Tastes Neat. because oh, I really, same, yeah. yeah. I really did expect that to taste fantastic. And you know what? Again, like I said, if you've got a wicked sweet tooth, you probably will think it tastes okay. Maybe with a bit less condensed milk, it's delightful. No, the you're way a psychopath. We had it, the official, the official uh, serve that we had, one-to-one ratio, not good. Yeah, <laughs> no. Good. I don't <laughs> trust you if you like that. 24% said uh, would be too sweet, and you know what? You're absolutely You were correct. Well you're, done. You're on the money there. Uh, the next one was, I think, the Karahio, which is, would you like to try your coffee with rum? 78%, yo-ho-ho. 22%, no, no, no. Not really surprised there. Rum and coffee sounds pretty bloody good, doesn't it? Yeah, I think this sounds delish. Mm. But I, mean, I suppose I'm I'm surprised it was 22% that said no, but then some people don't vibe with like booze in their coffee. Yeah, that's true. Some people don't like rum, so can't really judge. Next up, we had with ginger, mm-hmm. which was, which one was that? That was the Kopi Jahe, I think. We had the options of sounds nicey or too spicy, and 29% said sounds nicey and 71 said too spicy. And you're probably right. We may try that one in another episode a few weeks down I the line I think I'd or like it. Yeah, in wintertime, I feel like it'd be quite a delightful wee... Um, be know, really warming. Cold weather drink. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, it does run the risk. Put too much ginger in it is probably going to be a bit of a shock to the Ginger's senses. one of those flavours as well. Some people love it and some people hate it. True. I'm a ginger person. Like, mm. I love ginger, so mm. I feel like that's why I'm excited about it. Nice. And last up, our favorite one of the day, the Is Alpucat Kopi. Would you like to try your coffee with dot, 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 avocado? Now, this one actually shocked me. 41% said that might be a win. 59, get in the bin. I really thought people weren't going to be vibing with that one there. But actually, almost half keen to give that one a go. I think people must have thought it was like a shake. Now, do you think that if I had have said, uh, how would you feel about the avocado mashed up in a glass, a few chonks in there, chocolate sauce, ice, cold coffee. People might have been a bit more sceptical. I think actually, all you'd need to say is chunks. Maybe people are more cultured than we are. Don't know. Yeah, maybe we're actually really vanilla. Yeah, well, you're 41% of you that want to give it a go. Please do. And let uh, us know. Report back so we don't have to try. That would be sensational. I suppose we're at that one there up by saying a big thank you to everyone that uh, participated in this episode's social sip, giving us your feedback on some strange coffee episodes. And got to give a shout out too to a wee bit of feedback we got when we put the stories up uh, from our very dear friend Jordan, uh, who commented to let us know that we had actually cocked up the first round of it and accidentally took screenshots and you couldn't press the button. So thank you, Jordan. Saved us uh, a wee bit of embarrassment there. And to anyone that did see it, nah, you didn't see it. Okay, that is the last call bell, so time to wrap up episode 10 of Sips with the Tips. But before we do so, of course, a big thank you to you for listening today, uh, for hopefully enjoying today's episode, and for not getting too grossed out when we talked about avocado chunks. Today's episode is perfectly paired with diabetes medication, after one too many cafe bonbons. Sips with the Tips is written, recorded, and produced by us. The music by all good folks. Keep in contact at our website, sipswiththetips.com, or through our Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube channels at Sips with the Tips. And as always, sip sensibly, savor the sip, and we'll see you in the next episode.